Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tell Love with Tootie. And today we have with me my amazing co host, Kevin Mumphrey. Hi, Kev. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Well, from the looks of things, it looks like I'm vacationing a bit. I know. I see. I look like I'm in the library right now. <laughs> in the library. I would say, like you're in your, um, some people call it your study. Yeah, in the in the library of a fancy living room, library area in your house. Anyway, whatever. And these filters just make your life much, much easier. Happy Black History Month, Ken. Ah, thank you. It's always, it's always weird for people to say that. <laughs> How come? <laughs> Tell me. Like, I don't know. It just is like we know it's Black History Month and everything, but it's like it's not like it's Christmas or fourth you know fourth of july or nothing i so think it people is say a... and yeah i mean yeah i i like to i mean i wish it was, wasn't on the shortest month of the year but oh, at this point boy we can just can we just get whatever we can get we we fighting sure i mean surely but surely to get to equality but if you give me a 28 days boy i'll take it no, no, I need my thirty. Well, I'm like I'm from a, I'm where I grew up at. It was a place that's mostly black. So, one, I mean, one month was nothing, nothing to us because there was aspects of us we celebrated year round. That's amazing. That's amazing. Where, where, where I'm from, from Cartagena, Colombia, Colombia with the O, no, and O. <laughs> uh yeah, like we say that eighty percent of the population in my city is Afro descendants. Even oh. though I came to America, I came to the U.S. It was so weird because I came to the U.S. and people, you know, people hear me, but they don't see me, just like you mentioned. Now, um, kind of want you to kind of go back to when you're talking me. about Colombia, because when we think of Colombia, mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of think of your skin tone, but if I tell somebody in, the, in their head to visualize a Colombian woman, they're going to think, Sofia Vergara. Shakira, Sofia Vergara. If you, and that, you know, goes to all South America. So if you think about South America, then you think, you know, Brazil, Giselle Bonchel, you know, Colombia, Shakira. I think even people kind of forget that. We tend to, uh, because even I have to remind myself that Giselle's a Latina, because when I think of dark-skinned Latin people, I do think Brazil has been, but Colombia... What is lighter skin? What is yeah, and that is what we need to change. Okay, we need to educate ourselves and our ancestry, and you know, in our ancestry and where we actually come from, with just truthful facts, and not base our information and whatever you know outlet the government wants to push on you or the school. Don't rely on your school districts or to to your government to understand where you actually coming from because you will not get it you know a lot of countries they run their own bias and they want to keep shelter the information so it's up to us ourselves to go out there and find out now, so let me here. tell you something no no go ahead go ahead let me tell you something boy <laughs> uh one thing that I, it, it really bothers me you know a great deal is when I look at people and they ask me, and it happened often that they ask me, um, where am I from? And I say, okay, I'm Colombian, right? And they 
don't believe it. And the, the expectation is the narrative that you see in Telemundo, right? The Latinos that you see in Telemundo. So that's the expectation. And then when, when I say, well, when they say, what is your ethnicity? Because people get confused by the, my color, the color of my skin. And then uh, I refer myself as Afro-Latina. So Afro, that's the first reaction in their face, in the outburst or whatever. They don't believe that they're Afro-descendant people outside the U.S. And just to be clear, you know, the slavery started in South America in the 1500s. It hit the first slave ship that came to the U.S. came in the 1600s. If in my, if in my, um, if in my knowledge, it is, if in my memory, it's not playing with me six, 1620 something, 1620s. Just put it that way. The first slave ship that came to the U.S. And in South America, South America, where I am from, the 1500s. So I, we as South Americans, we have almost 100 years of lashing before even hit the U.S. So when I hear things like, no, you're not Afro, or when I hear things like, very ignorant, by the way, I posted something on TikTok and I, you know, a lot of nice comments and a lot of misinformed comments like, well, you know, you don't hear here. We don't accept it here because you guys got a break. The ones here in America didn't have a break. I would love to understand what is a break when you're taking from your motherland to be tortured and to be uh, berate as a mule, as an animal to build cities for free. I don't know how, I don't know how it's a break. I, I have no idea. I understand that you have only been taught what happened here, but that barbarous, that barbarous events happen all over the world all over the world so my point with this is like don't only relate blackness to a thicker texture or hair or the widest of the nose or the bigger of the lips the darker of the of the lighter of the hair educate yourself educate yourself so you don't look like ignorance out in the world world that's what i was now saying. again you have yeah you have a more of a wide world view of it whereas people here like i mean most people don't in this in the u.s don't travel outside of the country mm -hmm. uh definitely most males I, I believe women travel outside the country here more than men do uh but you said uh i think i think um originally like the u.s it was because i was mm -hmm. checking to see when did the first slave ship hit america and we asked it was 1619 you see so, don't fact check me, boy, because I know myself. Well, I like to, oh, oh, I, <laughs> when you said it, I was curious. Oh, like I, I believe so too, but I like to be somewhat sure of these things. Even though I, I say don't completely trust the internet, but I like to look at it for um, reference. Also, uh, you're talking about like learning like your history here. Now, the difficult part of like mm -hmm. history, like teaching history here in this country is you have so many different cultures, different races, different ethnicities, all in one mask, one country. Mm 
Mm-hmm. You put them all in, you know, we're, we're ideally we're not segregate, segregated, ideally. Mm-hmm. So under that guise that you have different teaching history, there are certain aspects of history that means more to a certain group than it will to another. Like to me, Christopher Columbus is not that important to me. Mm-hmm. As far as history, history, for one, that history is a little jaded anyway. Mm-hmm. And there are certain things that someone, and again, I'm in the South. So that may be certain that a Southern white male here may find important. Me, I'm not going to find that important. Um, mm-hmm. You won't find that important. Like to me, W.E.B. Du Bois is probably a, a more of an important figure to me than it would be to a white male in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But that type of stuff I learned from my mother. I learned from like my aunt. Even like I have a younger sister who likes to look back at certain historic figures. And, and then she was more helpful to me with like historic black people in music. Mm-hmm. But I had learned that through family, through all their older individuals, or even college. College is very because you can definitely you can take an African American studies. Okay. So, so that's kind of how I learned stuff like that. But uh, also the term Afro Latina, even here. Um, I I feel like it got popped because I never like growing up I never heard the term, but also I grew up in Memphis where the city is. I believe at the time I was growing up, it was seventy percent black. It's a little more like sixties now. But it's majority black, so there are people that I I realized I was I'm grown now and I'm starting to realize there's people that I went to elementary school with Puerto Rican. I just thought they were light skinned black people, had no idea. Uh, certain people were Indian that I just thought were a lighter shade of black, or was even Mexican. Had no idea. So, but the term like Afro Latina, I growing up never heard it. I think I may have started hearing it 2015. Wow. And it's wow. one of those things where it's like you hear it and it's like, what? And then someone explains it like, well, yeah, that makes sense. So it's just like, so once it's like nobody really brought it out, out into the ether, especially here. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, for the longest we've had, I mean, I mean, in America, everyone, when they think Latino, they think Mex- Mexican. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> I mean, like, you can ask the average person what a Peruvian is, they'd have no idea. Oh my gosh! Argentinian, they're not gonna know what that is. Think Latino? You think? I mean, I think now we're a little better. They they may say, I mean, Mexican's gonna be number one. Uh, I think if you ask the effort, they may know like Mexican, Cuban. I feel like those the main three they would know. Wow. Outside of that, and and that's honestly depending on where you are. Honestly, I think. Maybe in Florida, they may know a little bit more. New York, everybody's there, so they know. I mean, New York is has a huge population of Afro Latinos, and there's you need listen, and that's another thing that I want to talk about. There's because there's problem, and you know what I mean, and no accepting or embarrassment. Or I don't even understand. I I I don't get it. It it doesn't make sense in my brain that why wouldn't I be, um, absolutely proud of what I'm from and most important proud of the knowledge that I have to share it to my fewer generations coming ahead you know what I mean um we need to respect that so I really don't get how some Central Americans I am not gonna say the country so go back to you 
but some Central Americans approach you with kinkier hair than you, than me, and they say, Girl, that, my hair no. days are long gone. Well, when you have your kinky, when you have your kinky hair, these Central Americans that I'm talking about, they're darker than you, they're kinkier hair than a poodle, but they look at you and say, like, no, I am not Afro-Latino. I am from the ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Anyway, um, so I've heard um, that's ignorance. I've heard but, something you know, similar every, to this. Everybody to their own, I guess. I've heard something similar to this, and and I think because there's uh, there's been and I honestly wouldn't have known this if it went for social media, but I was like, I guess there was a little bit of a um, it'd be like I guess a conflict between like African Americans and it'd be Dominicans Dominicans because you would hear like they would say like I'm not black, and we would take that as like. You're saying you're li literally your skin isn't black. So I would see memes and stuff about it. And I always thought that was weird, but I wasn't around Dominicans. Now I know a few, quite a few of them. So when I asked one about it and it was like, no, no, it's just a whole, it's a miscommunication. Whereas we're here, like how we describe ourselves is through our skin color. I say, I'm African-American or I just say I'm black. Whereas someone who's Dominican, they say they are Dominican. They don't identify themselves by the color of their skin i'm colombian but if you yes you say you say you're colombian but if i but so, ethnically but I'm if i had asked you do you have dark skin you would probably say yes i would yes. assume so. i am i think you would ask a dark-skinned dominican person do you have dark skin going to zoom they would say yes yes so, so sometimes it's just miscommunication and kind of arrogance on both I think it's almost like shame. It's almost like in being you are being ashamed of the origins of your skin tone, which is you know it's something that you cannot change. See, like, when I hear someone like that, that, I think like Sammy Sosa, who's oh gosh, which Dominica, when, right? like when I because like, I, I think someone and I didn't know that he changed his skin to like a few years ago because someone said. You should see. You should Google a current picture of Sammy Sosa. And I was like, "Well, that's crazy. Why would I do that?" But looks, my looks curiosity got me. I was like, "I got to see it." And whoo, yeah, you look better dark. I just <laughs> listen. I don't. I you know, it's enough. Enough of this. You know, shameless behavior. Enough of denying where you're coming from. You have to. I mean, how how you gonna how are you going to achieve that other people, other cultures come to you with respect if you don't even respect your own? You but know? It's also, like, again, how how are you taught about where you come from? And I, okay. so you you could have been taught wrong and somebody, if your mother teach you, teaches you something and somebody you just talking to on Twitter says, no, this is wrong, you're going to feel defensive. Like, this is what your grand, your mother taught you, your grandmother taught you. And you're telling me that my family's wrong. And then sometimes I, I I think honestly as a country as a whole, we have a horrible like communication issue. Like we don't really listen to each other. We just kind of we talk very combative and very much on social media, but very combative. So even if so they're gonna be defensive and that person's gonna be defensive, and nobody's listening to like, no, like your mother just got some bad information, she switched it to you. But I'm telling you, this is this is the history of it. This is I can even show you 
And then we tell people, oh, go Google it and research. Most people ain't doing that. And that's, I mean, that's, what I mean, can I tell you? It's, it's really sad that you are not interested and you allow like any information to come to you and you're just gonna die, don't even digest it, just swallow it. Go boop, 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 swallow it. No, like how did I learn about my history? Well, you know, it, it's, it's starting from like um, Cartagena, by the 1600s was literally the epicenter of the slave trade in the americas by the 1600s now um as far before as even colombia is concerned because I'm, I'm glad you said that because most people think colombia they don't think like a, a majority of dark skin so would you say that part the part of colombia where you grew up mm -hmm. would be the highest population of darker hue people no no it's not even close the, the highest population of of afro descendants and dark people is uh, in el choco in cali it's not even it's also coastline of course because it's coast you know what i mean all these fuckers were sorry for just leaving their mess all over the coast <laughs> they come in boats mm -hmm. So yeah, but it's in the Pacific coast, that's where the largest population of. I am from the North coast, from the um, Caribbean coast. So we, um, yeah, by the 1600s, Cartagena, my city was like the epicenter for one of the number one ports of slaves in now, the Now, uh, let me Americas. ask you this, growing up, because, mm -hmm. you know, um, like here, we have yeah. kind of issues, even within the uh, African-American community of uh, a bit of colorism. Yeah. Like a, maybe a lighter skinned black person may get treat would get a different treatment than yeah a darker skinned person. Like I, I use myself as an example at first. Like growing up, mm -hmm. being dark skinned was not considered sexy. Ugh. Was not uh, I got called everything, oh tar baby, monkey. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm so sorry, um, Kev. Now, it, I mean that type of language is it really bothers me. It's just already making making my my skin crawl because um ah. Uh, America really like but, here and again like this was people who look like me so <laughs> so it it was um it was normalized like I everybody was kind of making names for anyone that was darker skinned but now as I'm grown it's like all those features that was considered ugly women mm -hmm. like now so it's like oh oh now we're cute oh now we're sexy and so but no actually I would say the change came from Michael Jordan but there's still a bit of um I don't want to say jealousy because I hate to t tell people that one person is jealous of another, but mm -hmm. there is a bit now with men, I think, feel like with men, like we kind of joke about it, mm -hmm. but, and even that's probably not incredibly healthy, but yeah, we will what? make for like men making jokes on light skinned men and me light skinned men, make men making jokes on darker skinned men. Cause those jokes be kind of, and I, I'll admit I've done it myself, but those jokes kind of become stereotypes. And for black people, our st our stereotypes can get us killed. So it's again, it's not necessarily the healthiest. But I'm being long-winded. But I wanted to ask in Colombia, where you mm -hmm. came from, mm -hmm. was there any form of colorism growing up there? And how does it look like where colorism you colorism and classism? I. I think I encountered, like in Cartagena, where I'm from, because like 80%, 90% of the population is Afro descendants, you know what I mean, in all sides of the spectrum. 
So, um, yeah, sometimes you, you do have colorism. I think that it's not going to, if you, you know, we live in an ignorant, ignorant world. So they're always going to see that you're always going to find people that's going to think that they're better because they're, you know, a few shades lighter than you. You know what I mean? Um, classism is more over there than colorism because, again, you know, almost all of us look, you know, from the Amazon, they look, you know, very native as hell. From the north where I'm from, if you're from the coastline, very Afro-descendant. And then in the middle, in the land, the middle land, like where you see Medellin, Bogota, is what you guys see and perceive as Latinas. You know what I mean? That the, the white skin, the pale skin, that in the mountains in the Andes. The white skin, the pale skin, the black, long hair, and all of that. So, um, yeah, you see it, but I don't as much as colorism. I see it more here to be quite honest i see afro americans are more divided and um, when it comes to colorism the latinos really my experience mm -hmm. my experience um and, and it's almost like it's very despective the way you guys do it because very say, sorry, very what despective like not nice in a non nice manner. okay yeah. okay very uh it's just in a nasty way you know okay it's, that makes sense. it's okay. it's it's not nice it's not done in a uh i don't say something but it's done in a nice way but sometimes you can be a little more political about it but no you see it you know in nba you see it in soccer you see it in um you said you see it in nba colorism yes. in nba how for example all oh. It's so and so is better. Look at he throw like a he throw like a light skin so and so. Oh, okay, yeah. So you, that you would know, take it. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like this type, of, well, like say, like that little jokes. So yeah, and yeah, we we do that, and I think how um you would perceive it as being me, because sometimes we say things that come off as harsh. Mm -hmm. It's almost like if a friend tells you a certain joke you can it, it doesn't bother you but if someone else told you that same joke yeah but just take it as the word n you know what just take it as the n word excuse me just take it as the n word just because you can say it doesn't mean that you should say it uh so a little that's a little more drastic because i think we i think we i think all coaches have i think certain things that they say that it's almost like you have to be a part of the room to get it but now, how are we gonna are... get better? How are we gonna no. get better if if we are gonna keep making jokes and yeah, jokes kind of like those little dick jokes kind of like diminish the fact that just because you're darker you don't get it's like okay just because you're darker it's like for for instance going it's going back to the plantation just go back to the plantation so oh no so you belong outside in the sun and you belong inside in the house now that. We're doing the exact same thing. But do you realize that they're all slaves? Yeah, honey, you're a slave inside the house and outside, but you're still a slave. So how are you going to think that you're better than the, than the one that is outside? You still, I mean, you're getting the same beating. See, I see where you're going. And now that, again, there's kind of levels to it. And I think they're like really extreme and mean versions of it. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, like I get your point about joking about it. Make, doesn't mm -hmm. make it better but it's also 
we like we kind of things that like bothers us we do make fun of it we do joke about it like you may see online that they'll say like black folks don't take anything serious now mm-hmm. we do but it's almost how to how what we joke about it to cope with it and there's a lot of coping to do over here i'm telling you oh I'm there's a lot saying... of stuff in america you got to cope with when you're black it's <laughs> 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 a I mean, like you, you would like even like a black comedian will probably will make oh, jokes Lord. with about things that are going on within our culture that you wouldn't think we would make a joke about, but it's it's just kind of our way of dealing. No, with it. it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It really is crazy. We need to listen. All I'm saying is that we need to educate ourselves, and not just just to wrap up this show. All I'm saying is that we need to educate ourselves. You, we need to educate. We need to know exactly where our ancestry comes from. We need to unite ourselves and we need to represent our entire ancestry and realize that the world, we are all over the world. It's not just one region or one region and you, you got it worse than you. We all got it bad. We all got it bad. If you think about it, every single, every single city that have slaves, all those cities are built the back slashes of slavery for free. For three ninety nine, you know what I mean. We all got it bad, so it's not you're better than the other. And also realize and understand and respect the fact that there's African descent that speak Spanish. There's African descent that have you know softer hair texture. There's African descent that have skinny or wider noses. We are everywhere, so. Afro-Latinos exist, just like Afro-Americans, just like uh, Afro-Europeans. You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch in England, a whole bunch in Paris, a whole bunch of it. So let's get ourselves educated so we don't look crazy in front of other cultures in the world. And, you know, and it would be nice if we for once get interested not only in our culture but in everybody's culture you know what i mean so so you can differentiate between a punjabi and a gujarat so you know why the genocide in rwanda happened you know what i mean so you know why there's so many landmines in uh you know southeast asia you know little things like that is interest to know, like, let's get interest in all of these events that happen, why they happen. Because if we don't learn about it, we can't stop them from coming back to our lives again. That's all I have to say. And on that note, everybody, thank you for listening. Happy, happy, happy Black History Month. And I'm here. Thank you for listening. I'm <laughs> black as hell. What can I tell you? <laughs> Like, uh, I always say, um, black and beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> black and killing it. <laughs> Thank you these for are shirts. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love you all. And remember, we are mainstream in every single podcast outlet you can find. Tell us with Tootie. Thank you so much. Mwah, look at my look at my freaking black. <laughs> Sounds like it might, but yeah. <laughs>